Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson. Boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two is buried. That was Sauce Gardner. Here he goes! Goodbye and hello Enzo! And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to recap day number six of New York Jets training camp with our friend who covers the Jets for NJ.com, Mr. Andy Vasquez. Andy, what's going on, man? It was pretty humid out there today, huh? Yeah, for, it said at the start of practice it was only 78. And I, like that seemed like a vicious lie to me. It <laughs> felt way hotter out there. Um, and I think, you know, some of the players were feeling it, but yeah, it was, it, the sun was, was hot. I think the fans out there will agree. There's a lot of, a lot of sweating going on, but uh, first practice for the, for the fans to see in pads, which was, was cool. And I thought it was a pretty entertaining day overall, which is always good at, at you know, this early stage of training camp. The Jets just finished their sixth training camp practice. Carl Lawson is a player that most Jets fans were really banking on being the difference maker at edge rusher last year and then he got hurt during those joint practices with Green Bay and he missed the whole year and it was like the air came out of a tire everybody was just so sad about it for obvious reasons because we all expected Carl Lawson to be that missing piece that they haven't had in the longest time Carl Lawson is back now knock on wood so far he stayed healthy and he is showing off in training camp exactly why people thought he was going to be that difference maker last year yeah, it looks a lot like it did last year in training camp, uh, except for just not quite as many reps. I think the Jets smartly are going to keep a very close eye on his reps. 
throughout training camp. I'd say he's playing a little less than half of the defensive reps right now with the first team. And yeah, he looks, he looks good. I mean, he's definitely once again, giving uh, whoever is at, at tackle a difficult time, whatever side he lines up on. Uh, And he does not look really, you don't see hesitation. You don't see like, this does not look like a guy who's coming off of that kind of an injury now. Uh, and that's a good thing, obviously, because they're in pads and, he, and he's still finding a way to make an impact. I think he had a sack today, maybe two. I can't, I can't remember for sure. I don't have my notebook in front of me, but, uh, you know, I asked Zach Wilson about like, is he a guy you need to pay attention to? Do you agree with like, they look the same as before? And he was like, well, I don't have to pay that much attention to him because, uh, you know, I'm not, he can't hit me right now, but like, he did say that he's spending a little bit too much time in the backfield with him. So, I mean, that gives you an idea of, of where Carl's at. Uh, he looks like he hasn't really missed much. I, I think if, you know, Carl Lawson said at the first week of, of training camp that he's not looking to get back to where he was, uh, he wants to be better. I think in his mind, he's probably feeling like he's better than he was before, but obviously we're going to have to see how it all plays out when he gets on the field. Carl Lawson, one of the stars of training camp today. Two other guys that have been the star of training camp several times and continued that trend today, Sauce Gardner and Elijah Moore. Yeah, Elijah Moore, for anybody who was there, they know the play I'm about to talk about. Made a great catch early in team drills from Joe Flacco. I think he was covered pretty tightly. I don't remember who it was by. Uh, Flacco kind of threw him open, and it was not like a lofted ball. It had some velocity behind it, and Moore kind of cut off his route, uh, like looked back at the ball while it was in the air, kind of cut it off and, and reached out and, and snagged it with his hand. And, and people went nuts for that. And Moore ended up, you know, behind the end zone. I don't think it was a touchdown. I think he was, you know, would have been tackled or whatever. But he ended up in the end zone giving high fives to fans. And, and it was well-deserved. I mean, it was, a, it was a hell of a play. And just the fact he's, he's been involved seemingly every practice. I think he had a 100-yard or a 70-yard Yesterday, where Zach Wilson drew the defense offside, uh, he, he just is continuing kind of what we saw when he was on the field at the end of last season, when he had that great stretch of games where he picked up almost all of his yards for the season. So uh, I think obviously it's it's very early, but a, a step in the right direction. And then, yeah, DJ Reed. I'm sorry, he he looked great too. You you mentioned uh, Sauce Gardner. There was this cool period where they had the offense backed up against uh, the goal line. And it's like, if you get a first down, you come off the field if you're the offense, because the goal is just to get out of the situation. So Zach Wilson found, I think, Conklin for a first down and Berrios on his first two snaps in that period. and was off to a good start. I think Brees Hall might have had a run for a first down after that. And then later in the drill, you start to see the defense adjusts, and, and Sauce Gardner was a huge part of this in this key defensive situation. Uh, on one play, there was a corner blitz. He got to Wilson. I'm not sure, like, the way we were standing on the sideline, I'm sure those of you who were there were in the stands could see what happened, but we couldn't really see it, or I couldn't. Um, he either sacked him, I think the ref signaled that, but I'm not sure, or he forced him to, to dirt it and, uh, you know, at the feet of, a, of an offensive player, which – but that's a huge play from Sauce. And then on one of the last plays of that drill, or maybe the last play, he was out covering Elijah Moore, and, and he had him locked down. And, and Wilson really had nowhere to put the ball. 
ended up putting it a little high and outside. And, and after that play, Sauce kind of stared at, uh, at Moore and shook his head and looked back at the quarterback and shook his head. And, and the crowd liked that, even though, you know, they didn't like seeing Wilson not able to get the completion. But, I mean, the, the smart fans there were, were clapping for that one because that was a, a hell of a play by Sauce. And we've seen that Moore can be effective in this league. It's not just theory. It, it's It's fact. And the fact that he can hang with him, a guy who would be could be challenging for a guy who's who's a corner who's that big. I mean, Sauce is big, man, in person. Uh, I've heard so many fans commenting about that over our shoulders the last few days. How big this guy is! Uh, for him to be able to to hang with a, a a receiver who's that much smaller than him and that you know shifty and and elusive is is a really good sign, I think. You touched on DJ Reed, and it sounds like he had a pretty good practice in his own right. Yeah, he continues to impress. I mean, even before camp, uh, guys, the young guys and veterans, veterans would kind of talk about the energy that he brings. Young guys would talk about how valuable of a resource he is, both as an example and as uh, you know, a guy who can kind of tell them what to do or on the field and off the field. So uh, he already had that, but he, but he's played really well another thing as big as sauce is dj reed is like five eight i mean and, and i think it might be kind of a generous five eight but today he's covering Corey davis and and giving him a hard time i mean in the in the, the drill at the end of practice uh today the offense was able to move the ball they got it down there and they weren't able to punch it in i'm sure we'll talk more about that later but uh reed was all over Corey davis on the third and goal from the five uh and really I think to the point where the offense might have liked to have seen a pass interference, but from what I could see, it was really good coverage and it, it's impressive. And I asked all about that after the practice. How does this guy who's at this size cover, uh, you know, a guy who's so much bigger than him. And he's like, DJ has a wingspan of a guy who's like six foot, six foot one. And then he's got all the power and, and stability that comes with being like low to the ground. So it allows him to, to you know, strength-wise be able to go up against a guy like Corey Davis, who is 6'3", and also use his arms to, to make life tough on him. So I thought that was interesting, and I think Jets fans should be pretty excited about this cornerback group. Uh, you know, Sauce is going to make some mistakes as a rookie. I, I, that's just how it goes, but I think it's going to look a lot different this year at a position where it needed to look a lot different. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, 
Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Andy, as you and I have joked via text message and even on the show a couple of times, fans were clamoring for Denzel Mims updates all of training camp last year, and I'm sure that's continued this year when people ask you what's going on at training camp. Today, you've got something positive to tell them. Yeah, so I'm going to admit it. I was looking down on my phone, and I didn't see this one, but apparently he caught a, a touchdown pass coming across the middle, made, made the play at I'm not sure if it was like a consensus touchdown pass because it wasn't a huge roar or anything. Um, you know, maybe the defense thought he was down or something. But Mims has had – it's been inconsistent. But the good thing is that you haven't seen Mims like making mistakes or dropping balls. I, he might have had a drop or whatever, but just one that I can remember. And other – he has no penalties, no pre-snap gaffes. He seems to be – you know, engaged and locked in. And, and when he makes an impact, it's usually with a big play with a nice catch or, or like the one he had today, you know, able to get open in the middle of the field and, and use his physical gifts to, to his advantage. So, uh, he, you know, he's not getting a ton of action or I'm not sure if he's gotten any action yet with Zach Wilson, which might be something to read into in terms of where he's kind of sitting on the depth chart right now. But I think this guy's going to have a massive opportunity in the preseason to kind of solidify a spot or maybe a, a role in his offense. And uh, that that's going to be really interesting to watch because I think if he does it in the preseason and, and, and makes plays when he gets the opportunity, it would be hard to, to kind of deny him given what he brings to the table. Zach Wilson improvement from yesterday where he really struggled in the first padded practice Seemed to forge a nice connection with C.J. Ozama. Yeah, he definitely, uh, during that drill at the end of practice, I mean, this is a, a sign of progress just from yesterday. They went three and out twice yesterday. This time it was an 11-play drive that got them down to the five. Now, room for improvement because they couldn't cash it in. And we've seen him and the offense struggle at times a little bit in the red zone and, and at other times look good. It's been up and down. But today it was a struggle in the red zone. They got to the five. For, for third and goal and couldn't get past there. But the reason they got down there is because he connected with, with CJ twice for, for pretty good games. And I also think they did some nice things in the run game. It's still not exactly the real run game because they're not you know bringing guys down to the ground with tackles. But the run game is a hell of a lot more realistic now than it was when they weren't practicing in pads. And there was room to run. I know uh, – Sonovan, Bam, Knight got a couple carries during that that series, and then I, I know Brees Hall had a had a couple as well, and including a big one for for a first down after the offensive line opened up a hole. So um, that was 
definitely good for the offense. Not so good was were those last couple of plays. It, it, I'm not sure exactly on the on the Corey Davis play if, if Wilson got locked in on him. There wasn't anywhere better to go. Uh, again, we were kind of at a tough angle, so it was hard to see. Uh, and then with the last play of practice, uh, they have fourth and goal from the five. Wilson ended up getting pressure, rolling out, uh, and did what you can't do there, which which is take a sack. Uh, Jabari Zaniga, there's a name from the past uh, that you, you may not thought you would hear much of. He had that play at the end of practice to, to end practice. They obviously, he didn't touch him. They blew, they blew the play dead and the practice over at that point. But, you know, Wilson said that he feels like he needs you to step up and get the ball to the tight end there. He couldn't remember which tight end was on that side of the field, but he said, I need to step up, throw that ball, um, and hopefully he falls into the end zone with it. Uh, I just need to trust it. And he said that he was looking forward to, to watching it on film and learning from it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's overall, he, he, what I like about Wilson in this training camp, and I, and I think is an improvement over last year, is that he's doing a much better job of, of spreading the ball around during team drills. Uh, everything before the snap looks crisper and, and cleaner. There, there haven't really been any free snap penalties. Uh, everything after the snap, it kind of depends on the day. But it's, uh, you know, when people make these broad judgments off of what we're seeing in training camp, like you don't know, there's so much we don't know about like, what he might be trying to do in that drill or what the defense is doing, or if they're throwing him a look over and over again, that he's having a hard time with, yeah, he's going to struggle in that drill. And it doesn't mean he sucks. And, and when he has a really good session against a look that maybe he's a little bit more comfortable with, it doesn't mean he's going to be a five time pro bowler. You know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't, I don't get this whole like uh, consternation about what we're seeing now translating to, to the regular season. We're not seeing anything that is that is so bad that it's it's like a huge red flag. He's having some off periods. He's got to clean up some of the same stuff he had to clean up last year. But, you know, Salas today was asked about, you know, are you, is Zach Wilson where you want him to be at this stage in camp? And he wouldn't answer it. He just kind of went into this whole thing about how we, we'd like everybody to look like a Hall of Famer. But I will tell you that Zach Wilson is better than he was a year ago. Uh, and, he, and he is, and he should be. But uh, it would be alarming if he wasn't. But in terms of uh, what it all means going forward, unfortunately, this people don't like to hear this, but it's the truth. We're, we're not going to know until the games count, uh, for, for the most part, unless something, you know, unless there's something really alarming or, or hard to believe that, that we see over the next few weeks. So, uh, I would just like everybody relax just because, you know, Zach Wilson throws a bad pass. He does that. All quarterbacks do that. Doesn't mean that anyone is saying he's going to suck or, or that he's going to suck. It just means he threw a bad pass. And if, and if he leads a great touchdown drive, it doesn't mean he's going to be, uh, you know, the best quarterback in the NFL for the next 15 years. It just means he's led a great touchdown drive in training camp. And uh, that's what he should be doing. You should be making mistakes and you should be having successes in training camp. So everybody chill. We've got injury news involving George Fant, Tevin Coleman, Michael Carter, and Vinnie Curry. What's going on, Andy? Yeah, uh, we'll start with Tevin Coleman. He was activated from uh, the active NF- NFI list. He was dealing with uh, an, an undisclosed illness. I do, did not see him in team drills in practice today, but 
he was eligible eligible to practice uh, on Tuesday in, in the sixth uh, training camp practice. So I would expect him to work in uh, as the practice goes on. And, and by the way, that leaves uh, Jeremy Ruckert, the rookie tight end, is the only guy right now who is is not on the active roster. Uh, he's dealing with that foot issue that cropped up during the uh, pre-draft process. Robert Solid said uh, on Saturday that he seemed to hint that that Ruckert could be back this week. I did see Ruckert either yesterday or today. I think it was yesterday working out on a side field and, and it looked like he was working pretty extensively. So I think that's probably a promising sign. Uh, George Fant got into team drills today at left tackle for the first time. I think it was only like one or two reps, probably two reps. And other, otherwise he was working off to the side. Like he has been like doing contact work, like, the first two padded practices, he was working with some members of the training staff, staff, and they've got like, you know, little pads that they're kind of hitting him with, and he's and he's you know pushing back obviously in his pads. So I think you'll see that start to ramp up throughout the course of the week as Fant uh, comes back from that that off season or the the late season knee injury and the and the surgery, the knee scope early in the off season, and then yeah, the, the two guys who. Uh, the Jets kind of dealing with their first injury issues of this camp. Michael Carter did not participate in team drills today because of, of what Robert Sala classified as a minor ankle injury that he suffered on Monday. Uh, Carter was, I, I'm not sure if he was in individual drills. I, I didn't see that, uh, him doing it or not, but he definitely wasn't in team drills. And, and Sala said that he, they expect him to be back at full go later this week. And then Vinnie Curry is dealing with what Salah called a minor hamstring injury. He's also expected to be back later this week, uh, but I didn't see him out there at all, at least at the end of practice. So, um, and uh, you know, read into that what you will, but uh, that that's where the injury situation is now. Uh, not not a bad place to be after six practices. Andy, after practice, we heard from Coach Robert Sala, Zach Wilson, Jacob Martin, and Bryce Hall. What did they have to say? Yeah, I, I touched on what Sala said about Wilson already, and and you know, and what he said about DJ Reed. And beyond that, it was it was pretty standard uh, training camp stuff. So I'll, I'll probably stay away from him here. Uh, Wilson was kind of he was asked about how he deals with the scrutiny, something that Robert Sala is clearly. Uh, said he doesn't like that that his young quarterback is under such a microscope during these training camp practices because I mean that's our job we we watch every throw he makes and, and you know pass it along uh, that just kind of comes with the territory so he, he he talked about that before and, and Wilson was asked like how he deals with that scrutiny and and he started out. Uh, by joking like, oh, you guys write things about me? I, I never see it. I, the only scrutiny I get is from Joe Flacco. But but he actually admitted something I thought was pretty interesting later, that during the season he doesn't have any social media apps on his phone. So when you see like him tweeting, he, he admitted he has a team that kind of helps him with his social media stuff. So uh, anytime during the season you're seeing a post from him, it's, it's probably going through his team. Like if he wants something posted, maybe text them. I don't know exactly how it works. Uh, but I thought that was interesting and probably smart and probably some advice some of his other teammates can would be wise to take. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. And, and um, I'm sure there, 
everything doesn't uh, miss him. But that's a good way to kind of limit what's getting to you, right? And I, and I think it's smart. Uh, you know, Wilson was was asked about um, you know kind of comparing himself to last year. He didn't want to compare himself. He just basically said that every day is an opportunity to get better. Every play is an opportunity to get better. That's how he evaluates himself on every play, not like how did this practice go? How is how am I doing this training camp? He's just trying to focus on one play at a time and, and get better. And while that does sound cliche and as a writer, we don't like that. Um, it's not wrong. I mean, that's how you get better is you focus on what you have control of in the moment and get better at it. And then a, a, a lot of that over and over again, ultimately kind of changes the final product. So uh, I thought all of that was like good stuff from, from uh, Wilson with, um, with Martin, he talked about how in Texas he was viewed as a situational edge rusher and how he didn't like that. Um, he views himself as a complete football player. He made it very clear he didn't like being called a situational edge rusher. So if you see him in public, don't don't call him that. He's a very <laughs> large man. Uh, but he talked about how grateful he is to kind of get this opportunity to prove it with the Jets. And he also talked about like how being in this system, like with a, with the defensive line rotating all the time, how that leads to a bunch of uh, – he thinks it just like gives them an overall advantage over opposing offensive lines because they're they're able to go so hard at these lines and and that over the course of a game it, it pays dividends. So I, I thought that was interesting too. And then Bryce Hall kind of talked about the whole cornerback uh, competition between him and Sauce, and and he admitted that like he feels like they're getting each other better, but he also didn't want to like really get into that. He says he's not focused on that. He's not focused on things that have his control. If they had brought in sauce or not, his goal was going to be to get as good as he could um, in the coming weeks and coming months and work every day on, on getting better. Uh, and that was kind of the main message from his stuff that all the other stuff is outside noise and that his goal right now is just controlling what he can control and, and becoming a better football player. And he said that, you know, the experience from last year makes things feel a lot different going into training camp and, and especially going into training camp for the second uh, straight season and, and, uh, and the same defense also has, has been helpful to him. So, uh, yeah, he said it wasn't – it's not something he thinks about with, with Sauce being such a high pick and, and what that means for his chances of, of you know, reclaiming his starting job, uh, which, which obviously is the right thing to say. And uh, we'll obviously see how it all works out, but uh, – it's probably partially him accepting the reality of the situation and knowing that it's going to be pretty hard for him to hold on to that job considering where the Jets uh, picked Gardner. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NJ.com. Thanks so much for coming on and wrapping up day number six of New York Jets training camp with me. Really appreciate it. For people that want to read your recap of practice, it's up right now at NJ.com slash Jets. And that's where you can find all of Andy's great work. And I know you've got plenty coming down the pike, not just training camp reviews. You're going to be doing a lot of great content over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it all exactly. Uh, because I'm still working on some of this stuff and I don't want to tip it off, but uh, definitely we'll have a couple features coming uh, about some names that you know and names that you don't. So that's a good teaser. Stay tuned for that. I think one will be coming later this week that, I, that a lot of people might be interested in, I hope. Uh, and I'm going to be trying to do stuff like that 
not just through camp, but but through the entire season, kind of trying to tell these guys stories or, or explain, uh, get to the bottom of like why things work the way they do. So uh, definitely keep coming back to NJ.com and, and checking that out. And also you can find me on social media at Andy underscore Vasquez on Twitter and uh, by Andy Vasquez, all one deal at uh, Instagram. Make sure you follow Andy on Instagram and Twitter. Read his work over at NJ.com. And check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic All-22 breakdowns on our channel. Plus, he's going to be doing some daily updates as well to get you ready for each day of training camp. Subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. The Play Like a Jet store is available over at Tee Public. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. T-Public.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.